Roll Tide. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Boy, have they had a uh, first? The SEC has had an interesting <clears throat> ten days or so. Yeah, what do you what do you uh, think but, about that, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> They're the best conference to ever play college football. What do you mean? <laughs> Why did something happen? Right now they're kind of they're ranked the one through nine, aren't they? Even though <laughs> they're, they're all one three, they're, they're one of the only conferences playing the Big Twelve. Who right. knows what they're doing? They're all beating each other, and they're all like one and three. But anyway, uh, the big story that was going around: Nick Saban. So Nick Saban ended up testing positive for COVID nineteen. That was on a Wednesday before the Saturday game. Mm-hmm. They had hmm. then done three subsequent tests after that. And he tested negative on those tests. He said he was asymptomatic. Nick Saban ended up being allowed to be on the sidelines for the game against Georgia. Uh, he ripped his mask off a few times during the game to the uh, love of the Twitter crowd. And there, there's, there's, there's a lot of different ways to, to go with this conversation. We don't want to get too political on this topic, but this is the point that I will make about the, the Nick Saban issue. Texas A&M had a soccer player test positive for COVID. And this comes from SI. This is an SI article where this comes from. The Texas soccer player had then said, I am not positive. I want a second opinion, essentially. Went and got another test, ended up testing negative. Because the player was then testing negative, the SEC had put in a policy, and this policy was about nine or 10 days ago. So this would have been about two weeks. So we'll call it two weeks. They put in a brand new policy saying that if you had negative tests and were asymptomatic, even after a positive test, you would be allowed to resume normal activities. So Mm -hmm. Nick Saban would fall into this category of being able to get back on the sidelines because of this rule that was put in place as the year has progressed. Now, the, the interesting point about the whole story to me was that Alabama has paid a private firm to be able to handle all of their COVID testing. He tested positive under this testing because they didn't trust that test. They then went to SEC sanctioned labs. And that is where the negative tests came from when they went ahead and they sent those out on a rush. Yeah, seems totally legit. Seems totally legit. The the person in charge of the lab for Alabama said that they've done about 900,000 tests and there's about a one to two percent chance that they get a false positive. And Nick Saban got that. And Nick Saban of all right. people ended up. Which is still high, here. though. Perfect. And think the, about it. And the, it one is, in 50, one in 100. The, but the AD also tested positive, and you mm-hmm. haven't heard anything about the AD besides eh. he's quarantining and he hasn't done anything. So yeah. I guess that goes down to, and I think, Hub, you wanted to make the point are there different rules for Nick Saban than there are for any other coach right. in college? Were they playing by the rules? It seems like they were. He tested negative fine, whatever you want to say. It, it seems like right now that when there's positives, <laughs> there's always like four tests after to prove that you're not positive. And that's how this is going in the NFL. This is going in college football. It, it's going on everywhere that everybody feels like it's a false positive. So mm-hmm. uh, are there different rules? What's going on? Hub, I'll go to you. Uh, yeah, I just wonder if, you know, East Mississippi Valley State coach is going to get to take nine tests to prove that he's that he doesn't have coronavirus after he after he tested positive, it's like, well, I don't have symptoms. So I think it's a false positive. Like, okay, well, here's 12 tests. Take, take these 12 and then we'll see what's up. And it's going to like nine different places. I mean, it's all convoluted The the, I, I realize it's not, <clears throat> it's difficult to make it kind of one format for everyone. 
but I, I, I have a hard time believing that if it was not Nick Saban, that they would get the same uh, same treatment. That's just my if personal was, if, feeling. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't Nick Saban, you wouldn't be hearing about it, though. I think that's also part of it. Like, I think there's a lot of people that are getting false positives, but because it's, you know, you know Dave Smith, the third string defensive end that got retested and then it's fine, it doesn't make the headline. I think it's because it was Nick Saban that we're hearing a lot more about this false positive. Sure. And this is what I have to go off of the Nick Saban talk. So I believe that if the Coastal Carolina coach tested positive for coronavirus, he'd be quarantined for 14 days. Yeah, because I don't think Simple they have the resources. That. Right. Because they don't have the resources to hire private firms and and they're in a very different conference. Now, I think every coach in the SEC could have some degree of access like Nick Saban. Like if you want to argue that what's his name at, at Vanderbilt may not have the resources, I think he still would have the resources. It's the SEC. That, unfortunately, is is the has versus haves nots conversation that we're having right now. Mm-hmm. Because they're in the SEC, they have more resources, at least from a football standpoint. So whenever things happen, number one, everyone's going to hear about it because it's the SEC. And then number two... They're going to have more means to try to, I guess, go through a process to try to remedy the issue uh, because they're the SEC. They got tons of money and and every little thing that they do is getting um, reported on. So yeah. there's like nothing that's going to to to, to be missed, <clears throat> except for, of course, when they're paying players under the bag because uh, yeah. in a bag I, under the table, because I just know, yeah, I think I just think NCAA got really lucky last night for the primetime game that Nick Saban fell in oh, the yeah. 1%. Of course. They yeah, got the super lucky. Suck. It's just amazing. Wonderful and how that worked out. Another opportunity the, for us to pile Big on Ten, Yeah, exactly. The Big Ten the Big Ten has come out and said that under their rules, he wouldn't have been able to coach. You have to sit out 14 days, 10 days at a minimum now, if yeah. you do test positive, no matter what tests you want to do after that. And then the question seems like the safe again, choice. That if you test positive, if one of the players or something tests positive, are you going to test them four times after <laughs> that to make sure it's negative using, if it's the fourth string running back or using, if it's Najee yeah. Harris? Using you know the Big I mean? Ten as an example for leadership during this time, I don't think is the best way to go because they've been the, the league that's been kind of reamed the most for the way that they handled the early stages of trying to figure out we were having a season to begin with. So when it comes to policy, I don't think the Big Ten is somebody that the SEC is going to even look for, for, for advice at all. So they can say what they want about their protocol when it comes to positives, false positives. No one's really paying attention to the way that they lead. Joe, your thoughts on the mm. SEC, Saban. Mm. I think you, honestly, I think you guys spent 16 too long minutes. It's as simple as if it were during their academia week and they were playing college of the canyons, Nick Saban is at home. There was a primetime game against number three, Georgia. He coached. Um, it's as simple as that. The dude probably has it. Uh, football in general has proven they work ways around it. Uh, the SEC obviously has to show well on TV. They're the only team in town uh, playing. Um, again, <laughs> awful, ridiculous, bad optics. I don't care what I know. JD says they have all the resources in the world. You know what? So do a lot of colleges. Uh, again, if they were playing in their in their uh, finals week and they were playing Ostra, the you know, Ostra. Yeah, Hofstra. My bad. If they're playing Hofstra, um, they wouldn't be. Uh, he wouldn't be coaching. So it comes down to that. It's as simple as that. Uh, 
we spent way too much time talking about doctors and let's just call it like we see it. Well, I think an ironical situation that happened for another school, not Alabama, not Nick Saban. Uh, Dan Mullen stepped in it and he stepped Florida. in it big time. Uh, Florida has got all kinds of problems now. They'll be back. And, you know, are they going to be applauded when they come back for how heroic they were to be able to get through this? I don't know. But he said he wanted the stadium packed with 90,000 people. Yeah, And now solid. he has tested positive. His his program has tested positive. They were going to play LSU. And Ed Orgeron said most of his players have already had it. So I <laughs> yeah. don't know. You know, it, I think, J.D., and we talked about this topic before. It's just how much resolve do these schools have? And it's very clear that they have yeah, high <laughs> levels. Very yeah. specific reasons to make sure well, that yeah, this the money. season goes off no matter exactly. what. Exactly. And you've got to make sure that this happens regardless of what they've happens. got. They've got TV and contracts I, and I, to fulfill. And I, think, and I think we all know what's the only thing that's going to end up stopping the season on a full stop. And it's that there's going to be something tragic that happens to a program or a player. Or that would be horrible. Like that. And it would be awful. But that's that. It just seems like that's the reality of the unfortunate situation. Uh, it, it, even if it were a coach, I don't even know if it would stop. things. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a. It's a I think it's, thing. It, it, the Big I think Ten it's is hard. coming back it, now. And how is it, how's the Big yeah. Ten going to be safe? Because it's going to get cold. Yeah. It's already getting cold. And it's going to be freezing in some of these areas. Yeah, and, and I think I think data shows that cold weather doesn't stop this thing. I think it's still a problem in some of the cold weather countries. They're still having outbreaks. So that's not gonna that's not gonna make it any easier for anybody. No, cold And all these coaches are worse. like 50 plus years old, which I think is another reason why I th there's no conspiracy theories about whether he has it or not. I think if Mick Saban had COVID, it, he would be laid up somewhere because he's not necessarily a guy that is going to be an asymptomatic dude that's like, oh, I'm all good. Like freaking uh, what's his name uh, from the Houston Rockets when he caught it. Um, I can't even remember his name anymore. Superstar when he was what's his, Russell Westbrook Westbrook. Yeah. Like he was fine like a week or two later because the dude is a finely tuned athlete. But if you're a damn near 70 year old guy who probably doesn't run as much as Russell Westbrook, I don't think you're going to be asymptomatic. I think you're going to be laid the hell up. Yeah, but like, do we know that for sure? We don't know sure. that, right? I think that you look at the data there. That's basically how it goes. Most people that are older get it the worst. Right. But the people that are younger get it the longest. That's kind of the, what they're talking about. If you're, right. if you're young and you have issues, then you tend to have a longer recovery. You may not die, but it takes longer. But the older folks are the ones that get hit hard. Well, I just know he already got lucky enough to be in the one percent for a false positive. So maybe he got lucky and was asymptomatic. Do do what do we think? And maybe this is just a silly question to even ask. What do you think the message is right now? to a majority of people out there, I guess, believe what you want to believe, but it's very clear what's happening in college football. Is the right message being sent? Are we being responsible? Or are we just kind of throwing our hands up in the air and saying, let's get through this season. Uh, let's just stay the course. And, you know, eventually we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. The truth is, I don't, I don't know. It's probably a combination of a little bit of everything. I mean, they're trying to, give people a semblance of normalcy. They're trying to make money. They're trying to maintain sports. They're trying to be careful in some places and other places. They're kind of throwing their hands up and going, well, uh, we'll see what happens. And it just yeah. is what it is. I mean, there's a, it, it, it's, it's, it's different everywhere you go. I mean, the reaction is going to be different. I mean, it, the, the testing is different, right? It's different in the big 10 or the protocols are different in the big 10. They are in the sec. So it's kind of, it's all over the place. Yeah. And that goes back to the conversation about the college football basically needing some 
type of entity that actually is like a commissioner. It's basically in charge of the whole darn thing because you've got all these different conferences making different decisions and it just makes it look really, really crappy. Yeah. Well, Alabama is the number two team in the country. Clemson is clearly the number one. Nothing has really changed as far as that goes. Ohio State will be making their debut. Justin Fields. Big Ten football is and back. Big Ten football is back. I think uh, Ohio State is clearly uh, going to go undefeated in the Big Ten. I don't really see anybody that can <laughs> yeah. challenge them. Michigan, uh, right? But right, we'll Joe? see. I'm not answering the question. <laughs> They'll win. <laughs> such disdain such disdain from the michigan uh michigan contingent but we'll see uh hopefully all these coaches all everybody stays fine les miles got it dan mullins got it uh you know we we, we just hope that everybody stays safe I, as i've told you guys i just hope everybody knows what they're doing because i know how it wants to be positive things like that but if this goes into 2021 and we're dealing with the same thing he's gonna be bad i know i know bad. and everyone's just kind of getting used to it yeah, I know. Now we're just kind of like we're learning how to live with it. It is what it what's is happening. <laughs> yeah, right. We've acclimated. Yep. Joe, you have such a sour look on your face for our audience out there. There you go. Now he's smiling. But uh, before we get out of here, Hub, tell him one more time. What's that social media? <laughs> at Boat Show Team, at Boat Show Team, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like, subscribe, share, tweet at us. Uh, make sure you're subscribing on the podcast platforms: Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thank you, as always, for the support. All right, fellas. Wonderful episode, as always. I feel like the uh, country of Switzerland. I felt like I was very neutral on a lot of these sports topics. When are you not? You're all you're <laughs> Mr. Neutrality, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm like so I'm the guy in the booth. I'm the play-by. I'm the oh, neutral no. guy. I'm Joe Buck. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good announcer. He He's does a, a good nice announcer. Job. Yeah. John Smoltz is a very good announcer. He does a very nice job as well. I, I agree that John Smoltz is a good announcer. He's just a bad homer last who's night. the most who's the most underrated announcer for you guys spiro adidas i knew you were gonna say spiro adidas, spiro adidas is great. i, I love it. that guy i knew you were gonna say i miss i was sad when he left the lakers man i and eagle. He, he was fun to listen to i and eagle's very good <laughs> his son ended up getting the clippers job isn't that amazing oh really i didn't know that yeah. well i hate him now yeah, i don't know if mike Tarico. i don't know if mike Tarico is <laughs> technically underrated but i do like yeah. some mike Tarico. mike Tarico's legit mike Tarico is in such a weird i like uh pocket. mike He's isn't it mike green? Mike green nba guy mike yeah, green. Mike yeah. Green. yeah. Like boom him. wait what does yeah, it say boom. Boom. Yeah. yeah 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 mike green's great i think Tarico's in a weird pocket right now because al michaels does not want to leave the booth yeah and he's not going to leave the booth for a long time yeah, and yeah. costas is gone so Tarico's mm-hmm. taking like all those gigs. he's just chilling uh but i collecting think those he, checks i think he wants to be uh son of that's why he left yeah yeah he wants to be the primetime guy gotta yeah. wait I, yeah i think he'll, I, I think he'll get there but uh we'll see anyways hub as we do on all show you gotta oh, give right. us a wonderful song that we can turn on in our headsets, our headphones, our wireless speakers, and uh, listen to the jams. Oh boy! Please good now. It's Dick. All right, over here. What's going on? It's <laughs> fucking happening right now. <laughs> oh uh, so October sixteenth, Black Dot dropped his new album, Streams of Thought, Volume Three, Cain and Abel, and one of my favorite songs off that album is called Magnificent. Um, Black Thought needs no introduction. Everyone's heard of the Roots, and if you and if you haven't, if you don't necessarily know the Roots, you know Tariq Trotter from from the Jimmy Fallon show. Uh, he's just one of the greats of all time. He's 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 goat status. 
Um, and uh, and this song, Magnificent, is just a really, really great song. He's super talented. He, he goes in on every verse, gives it his all. He's been doing it for a long time. He's got receipts to show it, show some respect. Black Dot, song's called Magnificent. Hey, I got one for you. Do you think What's that up? the Roots make more money now oh, than yeah, they would have yeah, absolutely. touring and doing albums and, and anything else? Without I, I, I think so, yes. Do you think it was absolutely. the right career move musically for them? I, 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 I think Black Thought has done everything musically that he's needed to do. That's it. And right this there. was just another avenue for him to try something different. Without and clearly, clearly he likes it. And they're super talented. He's been, he, he's one of the, he's been doing live when hip hop was all, you know, drum and bass, you know, mechanics, they've been doing live. So, so this has kind of been his pocket. So, so I just think he, I just think he found an opportunity, seized it and he's just enjoying it, man. He's, he's got a, he's, he's living the life, dude. Yeah. They become a household name. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. If you, if you and and he, they were before. and, and there's, you won't find another MC as respected as him in the hip hop community up amongst all levels of hip hop from, from the new age kids to the old school cats to everything in between. I mean, he's just, he's just, he's, he's, he's one of the greats of all time. So it's yeah, he's doing his thing. Quote unquote, went mainstream without having to really go. Exactly. He never he he stayed who he is, but he but they're so good and they're loved by many genres of music too. Like mm-hmm. you you find like huge like rock heads that are that are big roots. Yeah, fans. I think it's because they because they have the musicians in their band. Exactly. <laughs> they're one of those they're one of those groups. You know, every every genre has these kind of artists, and they're one of they just transcend the actual genre of hip hop. They're just right. they're just excellent musicians. It just have to be happen to be hip hop artists. Joe. We can't leave without a. He's sitting up now. A little crybaby award for uh, the audience. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it'll be slight. Uh, when people hear this, they'll it happened, but nonetheless, it needs to be brought up. Uh, easy award this week goes to Manuel Machado, uh, third baseman for the San Diego Padres. Uh, he got a little upset when. Um, I believe uh, Cody Bellinger robbed a home run from Fernando Tatis. And then uh, Joey Gatterall decided to spike his glove and hat and do basically what they do when they hit a home run. And earlier in that game, Machado did hit a home run and let everybody know that he hit a home run. But he wasn't very happy when it was done in return. So he got a little upset, a little heated around the field. So Manny, who's probably on the eighth hole right now. Hey, bud, you get the (laughs) crybaby award of the week. The eighth hole. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> Very well done. JD, any uh, final thoughts? Anything you want to? Well, it's going to be interesting. What we talk about next uh, next show, when things transpire in sports, we'll be able to get an update on what happens uh, over the next week. And uh, I'm always excited to be with you guys. It's nice to see your faces again For after sure. the slight uh, I'll say absence. I feel like you guys are missing from my life. So it's nice. I know, to see right? We're trying to keep pushing, man. Just got to get all our ducks in a row. <laughs> Those ducks, man. <laughs> That real life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, I, I, know. I watched. I watched the documentary called "What the Health." Have you seen that uh-huh. one on Netflix? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it though. Oh, I have not. Man. I don't know if I'm ever gonna eat meat again. Oh, uh, that one I've heard about. Uh, that one. You got sucked yeah. into it. We've, huh? we've been backpedaling. We've been backpedaling just, uh, just randomly though. Like over here, we're dropping a little bit. Of, you know, we're dropping red meat. So I'm telling you, yeah. you watch that. It makes me think. Perfect. It's it's more it's, for me. I'm about to go eat some right now. I, I, I like immediately. 
yeah. it might be it now, might be a to- it might be a topic that we bring up on a on a yeah. 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 because the, I'll tell you yeah. what, man. You start watching it, it's like it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good for you. You know it's what just, did that to it's me? Just not good. I watched uh, Social Dilemma. If you guys have heard of that one. Oh yeah, that's the one, that's on the one everyone's media. talking about. Yeah, I thought I was. Yeah. I thought I was. I thought I was unique, right? Because I just kind of caught it. Because Netflix mm-hmm. knows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I got to talk to people. And then, I'd like, before I could even start talking about it, I just see everybody talking about it. Yeah. Like, okay. I guess it's already out there. It's in the my wife. My wife called me in the in the in the bedroom. She was watching that, and I was watching like sports yeah. or something. She's like. You have to watch this. Like, oh yeah, get some. All of, I, I all of our children yet. I haven't well, watched it yet. Get some, Mookie. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Joe after, watch, after watching, hey, Carrot Top got you, out of the inning with only one run, Hub. It makes first and second really nobody else. Think about uh, what you're consuming and what you're eating. Not saying I'm going straight vegetarian, but uh, even eggs. They had a whole thing about eggs. I'm done with you. I can't eat eggs now. I'm I'm going to do the Dodger game. I love all you guys. Peace Peace out, America, and everywhere in between. We love you. For for Joe. (laughs) I can't eat eggs. uh, For JD, I'm CG. You can't eat eggs. I'm telling you. What about asparagus? Don't listen to him. Anything vegetable, fruit, all that. I can't eat vegetables? Good. I'm out. Oh, all good. Okay. And you can eat carbs. However, the meat, and I'm telling you, the eggs and the other stuff is bad. But anyway, the other boys have gotten out of here. JD's getting out of here. CG, we are out of here. Thanks for listening on the boat show, boys over here.